Good morning and welcome to this Giving Tuesday special. I'm Amy Brown. I'll be your host today while John Greenman runs the board and puts your calls through. Giving Tuesday is an international day focused on charitable giving during the holiday season. And this is WERU's third year celebrating Giving Tuesday with a call-in show dedicated to area nonprofits. If you're working with a nonprofit, we invite you to call 469-0500 between now and about We'll be wrapping up at 10.58, so don't leave it till the last, last part of the hour. Again, the number is 469-0500. You can let, your or, let us know how your organization serves your community and also how the community can help out your organization. We want to remind people to be sure to sign off with your contact information. You'll have three minutes, and if there's no one waiting behind you, which is rare because these shows tend to be pretty busy, uh, but if there's not anybody waiting behind you, we'll let you go beyond the three minutes, but we will alert you as soon as there's another call and ask you to wrap it up. When I do ask you to wrap it up, just do that quickly with your contact information. That way, if anybody wants to hear more about what you were saying, they can get in touch. And listeners, be sure to be ready to jot down contact information for any of these organizations that you find of interest. We generally do have a lot of callers during this hour, so uh, like I said, don't wait to the last minute. We have a couple there uh, online uh, right now waiting to come through 4690500 if you want to be next up on deck and let's go to our first caller today on Giving Tuesday and uh, if you have your radio on you need to turn your radio off before you get patched through because it creates a feedback loop so uh, and ideally call us from a landline and a corded landline if possible for sound quality so let's go to our first caller hopefully they've had a chance to turn their radio off if it was on are you there um, yes, good morning. All right. Well, so good morning. What's your first name and what organization are you with? Um, my name is Cara Romano, and I'm the executive director of Heart of Ellsworth, a revitalization um, organization that bolsters downtown Ellsworth. Great. For, yeah. Good morning. Thank you for um, to the Maine Community Foundation, and thank you to WERU for partnering to uh, make this program possible. Um, just a uh, little kind of quick overview of our organization. Um, we started in 2016 and formed out of the downtown Ellsworth organization, which was a merchants association. And in 2017, we received our IRS determination um, letter becoming a nonprofit 501c3 organization. Um, our mission is that we promote artistic, economic, educational, environmental, cultural, and historic activities in the downtown area of the city of Ellsworth. And we work to make a vibrant community for all residents, businesses, nonprofits, organizations, and people who are associated with local government. We are in the middle right now of working with the Maine Development Foundation to become an affiliate community of the Main Street Maine program. On December 15th, or excuse me, December 16th, we have uh, the last step in the process, which is our site visit with um, members who will come to see the city of Ellsworth and to determine whether or not we are ready and fit and able to be an affiliate community. Um, some of the events and programs that folks would be familiar with um, that we've been doing for a few years now, um, right now we have our holiday marketplace, which is happening in downtown Ellsworth in the former JB Atlantic building, which we bring in uh, businesses from outside the Ellsworth area who are interested in setting up a shop um, to sell goods for the um, holidays uh, gift giving needs. We just wrapped up our Downey Cider and Cheese Festival, which we brought cheesemakers and um, hard cider makers from around the state of Maine. Um, and we had an evening of tasting and um, pairing of the, uh, the two and sort of trying to raise awareness of um, the local food movement and the history of um, apples in the city of Ellsworth. Kara, you've got um, about 30 seconds, actually less. So if you want to wrap it up with your contact information, people can go to your website maybe to see more. Sure. Um, my, again, my, our web address is heartofellsworth.org, and um, people can go to our website for more information or to our Facebook page. Great. Thank you for calling in and kicking off Giving Tuesday. And we have another caller waiting. Go ahead. Uh, let us know what your name is, what organization you're with, and then you have three minutes. Sure. This is Mike Cates, Executive Director with Camp Sunshine. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'd like to thank you and WERU for giving us the opportunity to share with your listening audience a little bit about Camp Sunshine. Uh, for those that might not know, Camp Sunshine is a free year-round retreat in Casco, Maine for children with life-threatening illnesses and their family. 
And Camp Sunshine has uh, and continues to receive four-star rating for the highest possible rating with Charity Navigator uh, for our transparency and fiscal responsibility. We are a top-rated charity with greatnonprofit.com. We maintain a gold ribbon status with Children's on Calls Camping Association International. And we're also accredited through the American Camp Association. Uh, this Giving Tuesday, we have a fabulous initiative taking place in that uh, Camp Sunshine's investment advisor, H.M. Payson, will be matching all contributions made to Camp Sunshine today up to $5,000, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful way to, to, to double your support if you're thinking about making a contribution today. Uh, our goal for Giving Tuesday is to raise $10,175 to fund three very special projects. And all donations are tax deductible which we made to Camp Sunshine's website at campsunshine.org, over the phone by calling us at 207-655-3800, or you can also donate through our Camp Sunshine at Tobago Lake Facebook page. Uh, This is kind of a special year for us. We're currently celebrating our 35th uh, anniversary, and since 1984, we've had families attend Camp Sunshine from all 50 states and 27 different countries. We estimate that it costs approximately $2,500 to send one family to camp for a camp session. Each camp session, for those that may not be aware, is illness-specific. The families who come to Camp Sunshine have child, children diagnosed with either cancer or hematologic conditions, renal disease, lupus, and even those that have undergone solid organ transplantation. Uh, families attend these illness-specific sessions of varying length, where they have the opportunity to regroup, re-energize, solidify, and renew uh, relationships while meeting others facing similar challenges. That kind of makes us really unique is it's you have 40 families together that are going through the same thing. Uh, bereavement program is also provided for families who have experienced the death of a child from a supported illness. Mike, you've got about 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, what separates us apart and what many people don't realize is that we're year-round. We go through the winter, spring, summer, fall, so we're always here for the families. Uh, the other key thing is we are the family aspect. We really take the whole family in consideration here. Do you have um, a website you, that people can go to for more information? We do. If they want to go to campsunshine.org, or again, they can just call the office. But uh, Giving Tuesday initiatives here are designed to enhance the camp experience and provide special memories for our families. So uh, please think about if you would like to help donate online, as we just mentioned, or you can do it on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash campsunshine1984. Uh, or also calling the office, uh, and all the donations today will be matched up to five thousand dollars by HM Payson. So we're we're really looking forward to that. Great, thanks. Uh, we are out of time, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. And we do have somebody else waiting. Like I said before, well, I'm watching the clock very closely, keeping everyone to three minutes so we can get as many calls in as possible. If there's no one waiting after you, I'll let you keep going. But otherwise, I will uh, kind of cut in and let you know when you're running out of time. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and what organization are you with? Anna Maria Lushka, Maine Share. Hi, Anna Maria. Hi. So three minutes is yours. Okay, thank you. Good morning. This is Anna Maria Lushka, associate director of Maine Share. I'm calling with my dog, uh, barking at everything this morning, <laughs> and I'm calling to let you all know that Maine Share is a federation community of 43 nonprofit organizations. Uh, working for sustainable and uh, root cause issues throughout the state of Maine. Uh, We are this year celebrating our 30th year of giving in Maine and invite you all to today on Giving Tuesday, uh, give through Maine Share, where you can in fact ensure that 100% of your gift will go to the organizations you support. You can visit www.mainshare.org and click Give Today and select the causes that you care about in Maine with focus on economic opportunity, the environment, safety and health, educational and cultural diversity in the arts, and social justice and peace. Um, we are very honored to be part of Giving Tuesday today in support of the many causes we support, and we thank you for all you do for me. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Anna Maria. And the number again is 469-0500 to join the WERU Giving Tuesday hour here uh, until just wrapping up at uh, 1058. So we want to get as many calls in as possible. We have another caller waiting. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Lucy Kayard. I'm calling from the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Hey, Lucy. Hi. Um, So Mosca is the oldest and largest 
state-level organic organization in the country. And um, most people are familiar with our work through the Common Ground Country Fair, which is held annually in September and features over 700 educational talks. Um, We also offer educational programming for farmers and gardeners year-round, including an upcoming kitchen licensing workshop and a cheese-making workshop. Um, Our quarterly newspaper, The Maine Organic Farmer and Gardener, is offers all a wealth of information um our beginning farmer programs help to connect farmers with apprentices each summer for in-depth and hands-on experience and our journey person and main farm resilience programs help new farmers to get established and offer support during their first years of business these programs are putting new farmers on the ground in maine and we're we're very proud of their success um mafka certification service Services currently certifies over 500 farmers and processors as organic. These numbers continue to rise, and our goal is to ensure that local and organic foods are a primary and accessible source choice for all Maine farmers in the coming years. Finally, our Common Ground Education Center in Unity is open year-round to all. Um, the Hills to Sea Trail runs through the grounds, and the Maine Heritage Orchard is a draw for many. The orchard is unique in that, unlike any other orchard in the state, it is home to over 500 different apple and pear varieties traditionally grown in Maine. And the varieties included in the collection date back to a time when most Mainers lived on farms, and every farm had a small orchard of locally adapted selections. Many of these varieties are now on the verge of extinction. So we hope you'll support um, this work today by visiting our website, mosca.org backslash donate. Each dollar will be matched by a generous gift from the Woodcock Foundation, doubling its impact. So thank you very much. Thank you, uh, uh, Lucy, for calling in. And uh, we have another caller on the line. Again, the phone number is 4690500. If you get a busy signal, we only have two lines into the station. But as soon as we wrap up with one caller, that second line gets becomes open. So you can be next up on deck. And have your radios off before you call in. You'll have three minutes. I'll warn you when you're about to run out of time. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from, please? Hi. Uh, my name's Terry Willett, and I'm calling uh, on behalf of Families First Community Center in Ellsworth, Maine. Great. I'm the board, yeah, I'm the board president, and I'm so thrilled to be able to tell people a little bit more about what Families First Community Center is and, and what we're trying to do. Um, we uh, are building a house for homeless families with children, and we are our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness by equipping families with minor children with the skills they need to become self-sufficient. So self-sufficiency is our is our goal, and we will have uh, a couple of different ways that we will do that. One is with the house itself. We we will have a residential program. Our house is located on uh, 41 North Street in Ellsworth. It's a big old Victorian, and we've put a large addition on the back. The house will be uh, large enough to house uh, up to six families, and we'll also have uh, communal spaces, like a big communal kitchen, a dining room, uh, living room. We'll have a child learning center there, um, as well as space to be used for education. Um, so we're, um, we're really excited. We are still building, uh, and so we are in need of uh, continued funding and also volunteers. Um, in addition to regular volunteers, we are particularly at this point looking for contractors who may be able to offer some special, uh, very limited donated labor. Um, some examples might be someone who could come in and you know hang the doors for us or build our staircase. Right now, we're just about finished with heat, plumbing, and electrical, and we're also beginning insulation. So we're getting closer to some of those um, finished stages. Um, we are... We are hoping, our plan is to be open by May into June of this next year, and um, we're, we're really excited about that. Great. Uh, You've so got much- about 30 seconds, so do you want to wrap up with contact information? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to contact us is through our uh, phone number, 460-3711, or our uh, website, which is Families First Ellsworth at gmail.com and you can go to our uh, 
that's our email, I'm sorry, and website is familiesfirstellsworth.org. And that's where you can also donate to us on uh, Giving Tuesday, which is today. All right. Is that first, the word spelled out? Yes. Okay. First, F-I-R-S-T. Okay, great. Thanks for calling, Terry. Yeah, thank you. And Terry brings up a good point. Future callers, if you want to talk about how the community can help you out, that can be monetarily, but also maybe in terms of volunteers or other uh, needs that you have, feel free to use your time that way if you'd like. Again, it's Giving Tuesday. The phone number into the studio is 4690500. Everyone has three minutes. I'll let you know when you're running out of time. And we have another caller. Go ahead. Hi there. Uh, my name is Taylor Mace, and I am with Island Readers and Writers. We are a nonprofit organization based in Southwest Harbor, and our mission is to inspire a passion for reading and learning among Maine children living on the outer islands and in communities in Washington County. We do this by bringing 40-plus programs in art, writing, science, and natural history to 27 schools from Casco to Cobscook Bay. We bring in um, children's book authors and illustrators and students in grades pre-K through eight participate in small group workshops with the author or illustrator. And each child gets a personally inscribed book from the author. All of our programs are cost-free to our partner schools. We also do numerous uh, community programs on NBI and in Washington County, such as author talks, book clubs, and book sales. Um, we have um, over 45 authors and illustrators who we work with, many of whom are Newberry and Caldecott winners. Um, and we hope you'll consider um, checking out our website at www islandreadersandwriters.org to learn more about us and support us on this Giving Tuesday. Great. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate Thanks. your calling in. And we have another caller up on deck. Go ahead. Yes, hello. My name is Michelle Gifford. I'm calling on behalf of Malay House Rockland. We are a young organization that is working to restore the birthplace of Pulitzer Prize-winning poet Edna St. Vincent Malay in Rockland. Our mission is to celebrate her legacy by restoring and adapting this duplex originally built in 1892 into residences and meeting space for literary educators, residents, and visiting writers, poets, journalists, and historians. And by collaborating with other local and statewide organizations sponsoring literary events, such as our annual Malayan Art Poetry Festival held the first weekend in September, our hope is to highlight the Midcoast again in Maine's illustrious presence as part of the American Literary Trail. This year, the property was named to the National Register of Historic Places as an example of a mirror image double house that was built at the turn of the century, built throughout the region to meet the needs of working class housing at the time. The building has been saved with the enormous and generous support of Maine philanthropist Roxanne Quimby, the Rockland Historical Society, granting organizations and individuals near and far, and more importantly, our local business community. The exterior has been restored, new electric, plumbing, and heating has been installed, and the project group is working to raise the funds to meet matching grants and costs of the final interior design and finishes. All contributions go directly to the building fund. We appreciate all and any help as we continue our work putting together historic preservation and literary heritage here in Rockland. Our website is www.malayhouserockland.org. M-I-L-L-A-Y-H-O-U-S-E-R-O-C-K-L-A-N-D.org. Thank you very, very much to WERU and the wider community to support all of these great projects. Thanks, Thanks for calling again. in, Michelle. And we have another caller waiting. Go ahead. Uh, what's your name and what project are you working on? Oh, hi. Sorry. This yep, is Chrissy Fowler calling from Belfast Flying. Hey, Chrissy. I'm the co-founder and secretary of the board of directors, and um, we're based in Belfast. And our mission is to bolster the spirited dance community in Midcoast, Maine, and that would be the traditional dance community. Uh, since our inception in 2005, we've had a couple of things going on a self-sustaining First Friday Contra Dance with visiting callers and musicians, 
and a community dance with an open all-comers band that everybody can join in. And over the years, we've been steadily expanding our outreach into the community so we can share our values of shared participation and intergenerationality and inclusiveness, all that joy stuff that comes with traditional participatory social dance. And on Giving Tuesday, we're just mentioning that we are a 501c3 and that while our First Friday dances are self-sustaining through our admission, our outreach programs are not. And they really depend on contributions from individuals and grants, including ones from the Maine Community Foundation, so we give a shout out to them, uh, as well as partnerships. One of our recent things that we've done was an outdoor dance series in 2019, we partnered with WERU and several other local organizations to produce dances in our parks here in Belfast, including City Park and uh, the Armistice Footbridge, among other spots. We'd like to repeat that in 2020. And we also recently were awarded a grant from the Maine Community Foundation to expand our work with the Maine Coastal Regional Reentry Center, which is a corrections facility here in Belfast. And we've been doing some dance work with them, and we're adding in a participatory music program. We're totally psyched about the way that we can make these connections and build that community here in Belfast, and would welcome any contributions of funds, but also of time. So if you're interested in joining us, then you can contact us at belfastflyingshoes.org. There is an outreach page that tells a bit more about our outreach programming, and there are contact information there, um, including a phone number, which is 338 Thanks so much for having this Giving Tuesday program. Great. Thanks. <clears throat> Thanks for calling, Chrissy. Good to hear from you. The number again is 469-0500. And if you're just tuning in, this is Giving Tuesday. We're inviting people from nonprofit organizations to call in and talk about their work, what they're doing for the community, how the community can help them out. And each person has about three minutes. We'll if there's ever a time when there's not a caller on deck and there hasn't been yet, we'll let you go a little bit longer. Otherwise, I'll let you know if you're approaching that three-minute cutoff period. We do have somebody waiting. Go ahead. Time is yours. Uh, yes, good morning. Good uh, my morning. name is uh, I'm Christy Crocker. I'm the executive director of the Maine Indoor Air Quality Council. And this Giving Tuesday, we're raising money for our radon mitigation fund. Uh, radon is a colorless, odorless gas that gets trapped in main buildings and causes lung cancer. And, uh, and there are almost no resources anywhere to help low-income homeowners with the cost to fix radon problems in their homes. So starting in January, we're really excited to be doing a pilot partnership with Window Dressers, which is another local main nonprofit that installs custom-made interior um, uh, storm windows. We're going to be partnering with them to test 12 to 14 Maine homes in southwestern Maine, which is where historically the highest radon levels uh, have been found in the state. And we're going to be mitigating any homes that test at levels that the EPA recommends need to be mitigated. So we anticipate needing to fix four to eight Maine homes for a total cost of six to $14,000. And we would love any support that people might choose to donate to, to help support that effort so that we can help low-income families protect their homes uh, from radon exposure that causes lung cancer. Do you have uh, contact information, a website that you'd like to share? Yep, we do. The website is maineindoorair.org. And if you go to maineindoorair.org slash Giving Tuesday, that'll take you right to our Giving Tuesday page where people can make a donation to that radon fund. All right. Great. Thank you for calling. Well, thank you. And it's, thank you for the opportunity to do this. It's great. Well, it's great to hear from all of you and all the great work people are doing out there. We have another caller on the line. Go ahead. What's your name and what organization are you with? Lisa Packard, Ecology Learning Center. Hi, Lisa. Hi. So the time is yours. Oh, fantastic. Well, good morning. Um, I would love to give you a vision. Imagine a high school in which students take an active role in every aspect of their education, from growing and preparing their lunches to designing and constructing their school building. Imagine a high school where students spend more time in the community than in a classroom, researching natural and human resources of their region and solving real-world problems. 
Imagine the school publicly funded so children of all socioeconomic backgrounds can attend. Welcome to the Ecology Learning Center, a public charter high school opening in Unity, Maine, this coming September 2020. The mission of the Ecology Learning Center is to deeply root students in Maine's ecological and cultural landscapes, foster authentic real-world learning through mentorship and craft, and cultivate compassionate and resilient leaders prepared to engage in the challenges of today and tomorrow. So why should you donate to this mission, to the Ecology Learning Center? First, we are innovative, groundbreaking, the first. We are the first publicly funded school in Maine with a curriculum focused on place-based education. Our school will inspire high school students to roll up their sleeves and get involved in their local communities through service learning, internships, and apprenticeships. Our place-based curriculum is being developed with support from David Sobel, renowned author of nine books on getting kids out into the world through place-based learning. Second, your donation will be wisely spent. The Ecology Learning Center is a community-led grassroots effort. Our board of directors is 10 members strong and from diverse backgrounds, from public school teachers to farmers to nonprofit administrators. Our team is experienced in working with a tight budget, stretching every dollar, and being resourceful. 100% of our administrative and fundraising work is volunteer. Every dollar you give today will go directly towards students' education next year. And every dollar you donate will be matched dollar for dollar up to $25,000. We have currently raised more than half of our goal, 14000 So please donate today to help us reach our goal of 25000 And... Since I'm on WERU, which offers great speaking and great music, I'd like to share a song inspired by our mission statement. Okay, you've got about 30 seconds, so you want to work <laughs> in your contact info there as well. So. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, so our contact is please don't contact our website, ecologylearningcenter.org. Okay. That's ecologylearningcenter.org. And our mission statement Inspired in a song is, I want to root, my friends, root, root deep. I want to root in these mountains so steep. I want to root in the farmland we keep. Root deeply in this mainland. I want to learn, my friend, learn, stitch so. All right, I think we're going to have to fade you out. A good radio debut, Lisa. Thank (laughs) you. Okay, thanks so much. Actually, hate to interrupt that, but we've got someone waiting, and we did promise people three minutes at a time so we can get as many callers in as possible. We're about halfway through the program, Giving Tuesday, 469-0500. As soon as one caller hangs up, a phone line opens up, so keep the calls coming. Go ahead, caller. What's your name, and what group are you with? Hi, Amy. This is Glenn Holmes with Community Concepts, and first, thank you for this great opportunity. Well, thanks for calling Um, in. Not a problem. Um, we're a community action program agency, which means we have numerous programs with main offices in Lewiston, South Paris, along with 14 additional locations across Androscoggin, Franklin, and Oxford counties. Our mission is to strengthen individuals, families, and communities in Western Maine by providing diverse programs, engaging in strategic partnerships, and advocacy that addresses the barriers to promote economic opportunities for all. Offering more than 50 programs, Community Concepts, and our subsidiary, Community Concepts Finance Corporation, works with thousands of individual families and small businesses every year. One of those families includes Jen. Jen reached out to Community Concepts after having a tragic year, losing her husband, then her mother just three months later, leaving her to care for three young daughters and a home in need of major repairs. As a registered nurse and knowing her home was built before 1950, she needed her home tested for lead paint to protect her daughters. Before she was able to get her home tested for lead paint, Jen's heating system failed. Thankfully, she qualified for several community concepts programs and received a new heating system, lead paint abatement, and weatherization during this past summer and fall. Knowing her home is now safe and warm for her family, Jen recently returned to work full-time as a registered nurse in a local hospital. From prenatal infant care to Head Start and preschool classes, to parenting support, home buyer education, and heating systems, to rides to life-saving medical appointments, our programs serve individuals through all aspects of life. One of those other individuals is Charlene. Charlene's car broke down this summer, and she can't afford the costly repairs needed to get back on the road. She's bravely battling cancer and needs to get to several doctor's appointments as well as regular chemotherapy treatments. Like so many other people with no family able to get her to these critical appointments, she depends on the Community Concepts Transportation Program. 
So we're asking you to all to invest in community in your community and families like Jen and Charlene and see these individuals and businesses thrive in western and central Maine. And we ask you to invest in community concepts. You can do that by going to ccimaine.org and just click on the donate button. And the great thing about today is we actually have um, the Delamere Financial Consulting Group has pledged to give a matching donation for the every dollar raised to our Giving Tuesday campaign up to $5,000. Great. Well, you so are either- just out of time right now, so you want to wrap it up with one last thought? Sure. Um, 333-6419, or ccimain.org and hit the donate button. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Glenn. Sorry to be so sticking to the timeline, but we really have to because the calls are just coming one after another. 4690500, next caller. Uh, what's your name and what organization are you with? Hi, my name is Rachel Buscat. I'm the director of Kids Peace that's located in Ellsworth, Maine. Hi, Rachel. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. Um, Kids Peace is a national um, organization, um, but we've been located in Maine. Uh, we're going on uh, about 27 years here. Um, we have a large campus in, in Ellsworth, Maine, that has residential, um, a special for a private school, and a preschool located on the campus. Um, we are servicing children ages 3 uh, to 20. And uh, we have a wonderful program, um, you know, supporting children and their families um, from the state um, to ensure that um, they're getting all the, the, the help and, and support that they can get from us um, for them to, you know, go back into their homes or back into their, their public schools. We also have um, other particular uh, programs um, in the sense of foster care and community programs that are located throughout the state as well. Um, and so we're providing uh, a substantial amount of uh, support to, to people in need, and uh, we're very proud of the work that we do. And um, there is absolutely ways that you can learn more about Kids Peace at our website, which is www.kidspeace.org. There are ways that you could go on and look at ways that you could donate to programs and uh, different projects um, on our website for children here that are located within the state. And um, we, we very much appreciate being able to, to share the information about the wonderful work that's happening here at Kids Peace. All right. Thank you for calling in, Rachel. Thank you so much. And we have another caller uh, up on deck. 469 is the number. And go ahead, caller. What's your name and what organization are you with? Uh, good morning. This is Paula Anderson. I'm the executive director for the Maine Center for Coastal Fisheries based in Stonington. Hey, morning, Paul. Amy. Hey, Paul. Thanks, thanks, WERU, for doing this. Great opportunity on Giving Tuesday. Um, the Maine Center for Coastal Fisheries' mission is to secure a sustainable future for fisheries and fishing communities in eastern Maine and beyond. We're based in Stonington and Hancock County, but our work uh, covers much of the fishing issues along the coast of Maine and focusing primarily in eastern Maine. We're a science-based organization uh, that really believes in connecting fishermen and their, their knowledge with science and policy because we think their local knowledge is critical to helping to inform uh, science that can track change, particularly climate change and other kinds of stressors on coastal communities. We have a series of programs that uh, we help to sponsor, including our Discovery Wharf at our facility on the harbor in, in Stonington. Hopefully, people can come and visit us there in the summertime. We also help to sponsor the Eastern Maine Skippers Program that is currently in nine of the high schools in Hancock and Washington County, helping youngsters to uh, get through school with experiential learning. And those that become young fishermen, we hope, will prosper and be uh, more sustainable as uh, as captains of their own vessels someday. Uh, we're very excited about a new project called the Eastern Maine Coastal Current Collaborative, wherein uh, uh, a unique project bringing science and local knowledge together to practice ecosystem-based management of our fisheries. It's unique to the entire country, the, the way that we're setting it up, and it's very exciting and hoping that your listeners and other community members will learn more about the Eastern Maine Coastal Current Collaborative over time. We believe by getting everybody together on these issues, we can indeed fish forever along Maine's coast. And that means to have quality seafood, but also to have prosperity in these coastal communities. Today, we are participating in the, uh, the Giving Tuesday, and any um, any donations to our organization today will, will be matched up to $10,000. 
People can donate by going to our website, which is coastalfisheries.org. That's coastalfisheries.org. And thanks very much for any support. And again, thanks WERU. Great. Thanks for calling, Paul. And I think that was just about exactly three minutes on the dot. And I believe we have another caller waiting. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and what organization are you with? Uh, this is Nancy Coulter, and I'm with Ellsworth Community Music Institute in Ellsworth. Hi, Nancy. Hi. So the three minutes is yours. Tell us about uh, the kind of work your group is doing and how the community can help you out. Oh, I, I am happy to, and thank you to WERU for doing this for the community. I think it's so special that we have this opportunity. Um, I, I am representing, and I'm the artistic director for Ellsworth Community Music Institute at the Moore Center in Ellsworth, where we offer all kinds of participation and listening for people, really People of all ages and all descriptions are more than welcome. Um, I'm proud to say that we have a fantastic faculty that uh, offers private instruction on many different instruments. And one of our big excitements is that we monthly offer um, free midday concerts for anyone in the area to come. The midday at 1, they're called, so they happen at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And this month, it's December 9th, this next coming Monday, we're presenting um, Mes Amis, which is a, a jazz quartet. They're doing gypsy jazz, and we say, come in from the cold and come and enjoy some really nice music. Um, we are looking forward to some programs that we haven't offered in the past, one being an adult, an older adult chorus. We, of course, honor the the wonderful um, ensembles that are already in the area, the Bagadus Chorale and Acadia Choral Society, that do such really great work. This is a much more low-key offering, I would say, and um, people are not required to read music to join. It will happen in February, about the middle of February. There will be lots of advertising. And so we offer many different aspects of music listening, and learning to all age groups. Um, every bit of support that anyone can offer really, really matters in our organization because we try to keep all costs low in order to be able to serve the greatest number of people. And really, um, there's nothing that builds community quite like music. We're proud to, to um, include uh, all different kinds of of um, ensembles. So we have little groups, bigger groups. Uh, our currently our youth chorus is going to be performing with the holiday concert. Uh, with Nancy, you have about Corral. thirty seconds. So if you want to okay. wrap up with okay. a final thought and your contact info. Okay, thank you. Um, our contact info is um, Ellsworth Community Music at. I'm sorry, ellsworthcommunitymusic.org is the website. And our um, contact information is 207-664-9258. Please come and see us, and we will welcome you to a performance or for questions about instruction. Great. Thanks for calling, Thanks Nancy. Thanks for any support. Bye-bye. Thanks. Again, if you're just joining us, listeners, this is Giving Tuesday. WERU has participated in this international day focused on charitable giving during the holiday season for the past three years now. This, uh, For the next 20 minutes, we'll continue to take calls from local nonprofits, people in the area who are uh, working for nonprofit organizations, talking about what they do, how the community can help. Each caller gets about three minutes, and we're patching people through as quickly as we can. If you get a busy signal, try again. As soon as one person hangs up, a line opens up, and we can put you on hold to be next up on deck. The number is 469-0500. Again, 469-0500. I believe we have another caller waiting. Go ahead, caller. Hi, um, it's Becky Bar. Calling from hey, Sierra Club, Maine. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, WERU is such a great resource in the community. Um, I want to Sierra Club, Maine has uh, is part of is one of 64 chapters of Sierra Club nationally. We have about 6,500 members in the state, 
um, and about 28,000 people that we contact uh, for advocacy work. Um, our mission is explore, protect, and enjoy. Um, we do a lot of educational work, um, and then we also have outings. We have films and book groups, et cetera. But we also have local teams that do um, climate action work. We have political team that um, endorses candidates and evaluates and endorses candidates for environmental um, laws. We um, have a legislative team that follows bills in the legislature and also participate in the Environmental Priorities Coalition. Um, we have a forestry team and an energy team. So we're always looking for volunteers for those teams in case you do not have uh, any money to give. We're always looking for volunteers. Um, we currently are um, opposing the CMP transmission line, and um, we just brought uh, some indigenous and local people from Manitoba and uh, were Labrador, that, who I believe at least someone was interviewed on WBRU last week for that. And the stories that they tell about the um, impact of the CMP, of the um, Hydro-Quebec dams, um, it's really compelling. Um, we get an opportunity to do that, and as uh, Sierra Club tries to pass that information on to everyone we can in Maine, um, we have local climate action teams um, that um, really are derive what they want to do from local interests. Uh, we help to, strategi to strategize um, and try to support those local teams, uh, doing things like solarizing their communities, um, doing uh, in insulation work in housing and also other things like looking at coastal wetlands and how those uh, can be preserved in order to protect uh, coastal communities. Um, so we're, we do a broad range of things driven by volunteer interest, and um, we'd love to have some funds. Currently, we really are focusing on clean energy for schools in our climate action teams, and I hope that folks will be interested in donating to Sierra Club Maine. Our website is maine.sierraclub.org uh, slash maine. Our phone number is 761-5616, and we'd love to have donations on Giving Tuesday, and we also would love to have volunteers. Great. Thanks for calling, Becky. Thank you. And I think that was exactly three minutes again. People are getting good at their uh, three-minute speeches, and we have another caller waiting. If you want to be next up on deck, 4690500. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and what organization are you with? Good morning. My name is Joyce Stratton. I'm with the Ellsworth Free Medical Clinic. Good morning, Joyce. Go ahead. The uh, three minutes is yours. Thank you so much. The Ellsworth Free Medical Clinic has offered services to our community for over 25 years. We provide health care to the uninsured and the inadequately insured adults. We offer free, high-quality primary care. Our health care professionals are all volunteer, from our medical director, physicians, nurses, physical therapists, and mental health specialists. Our healthcare volunteers also help patients to obtain affordable medications. Our patients are the workers who make Maine such a wonderful place to be, fishermen, farmers, and hospitality workers. These jobs are considered part-time, and many in our community work two, even three positions to support themselves and their families. And these positions rarely offer health insurance. If insurance is offered, is often of the catastrophic type, with high deductibles for routine care. Our clinic offers a place where these workers can get routine, routine care for conditions such as high blood pressure, diabetes, and asthma before they spiral out of control. These are conditions that can prevent people from working and contributing to the community. These illnesses can often result in costly emergency room visits that can be avoided. The clinic provides preventative care and chronic treatment care to over 1,000 adults annually. Our medical services include physical exams, lab tests and x-rays, mammograms, referrals for specialists and social services, physical therapy and wound treatment, and help with medication assistance programs. Currently, we're offering a flu prevention clinic that's open to the public. Any uninsured adult can receive a free flu shot. The next flu shot clinic is Saturday, December 14th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the clinic. We're still at the Mill Mall, 248 State Street, downtown Ellsworth. 
but we moved to the other end of the hall to a newly renovated facility. We have two treatment rooms now so we can see more patients. Generous donations from our community, including our patients, support the clinic. We also now have an endowment to provide our long-term services to the community. It's managed by the Maine Community Foundation. Please see our website for how you can support the clinic and the vital and much-needed work it does in our community. And thank you. Uh, Joyce, before you hang up, what is the website? The, the website is uh, www.ellsworthfreemedicalclinic.org. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you. And we have another caller up on deck. Go ahead. What's your first name? Or you can give your full if you wish. And what organization are you with? Sure. I'm Alan Crichton. I'm a co-founder along with my wife, Lorna, Waterfall Arts. Hi, Alan. In Belfast. And uh, it's great that you're doing this. There's so many nonprofits that are doing such great stuff all around the state. Terrific. Um, so Waterfall Arts, um, founded in 2000, almost 20 years old now. And we're a nonprofit um Art Center in Walter County, located in Belfast at the old 1935 Anderson School. And we offer many, many creative resources to the community, uh, Walter County and Midcoast community. Youth program, a fabulous youth program, uh, uh, work uh, three separate studios um, dedicated to printmaking on the one hand, the Kennedy Press and um, ceramics. Adams uh, Ceramic Studio, and also a photography studio, a dark room, and so forth. And um, we have an ongoing roster of classes and exhibits. As a matter of fact, coming up very this coming Friday, our handmade exhibit, Christmas Crafts and Arts uh, for Sale, uh, opens that afternoon, late afternoon on Friday. And um, we'd be delighted if people would support our operations. Uh, we also have... Uh, a capital campaign, Waterfall Rising, that's just gone public. Um, we'll be renovating the building completely. But go to our website, which is waterfallart.org, and you can call our home phone number at uh, in Belfast at 338-2222. Um, you can reach us at info at waterfallart.org. And um, please call and find out what kinds of... Uh, things uh, you could support here. I mean, many of you listening probably are involved already, but I think it has something to do with the entire Midcoast area and its creativity. So thanks very much for putting us on and keep it up. Okay, thank you for calling, Alan. Again, the number is 469-0500. One phone line just opened up if you want to be next up on deck, and we do have a caller waiting. Go ahead, caller. Oh, if you have your radio on, you have to turn that off before we put you through. Otherwise, it creates a horrible feedback loop. And ideally, if you can call us on a corded landline, that sounds best. All right. So hopefully, caller, if you've got your radio turned off, let's try that again. Are you there? I'm here. Yes. Okay, go am ahead. I, am your... I sounding okay? Yes, you do. You sound fine. What's your name and what organization are you with? Pardon me, please. I'm sorry. What's your name and what organization are you with? Um, my name is Jerry Vistein, and um, I'm the founder of the Coyote Center for Carnivore Ecology and Coexistence here in Maine. Hey, Jerry. So you have three minutes. You can talk about what your organization does and let listeners know what it is that you need from the community. I'll let you know when your time is about up because there is going to be another caller waiting behind you. Okay, good. Yeah, let me know. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So go ahead, Jerry. Uh, whatever you want to let people know about what your do, what your work is, and what your needs are from the community. Right now, okay. Yeah, you're on the air. Okay. Good morning. My name is Jerry Vistein, and I am a wildlife biologist here in Maine. And the focus of my work is carnivores. And coyote is the totem carnivore that um, is teaching um, our communities about our other carnivores and our returning carnivores. Um, and my work in Maine, um, I travel all throughout the Maine, and the, uh, my focus of my work is education. So I've been all the way from Fort Kent to the, um, to the Berwick's and back, and I've been doing this for almost 15 years. And about two years ago, I created the nonprofit called the Coyote Center for Carnivore Ecology and Coexistence. And what the Coyote Center is, is it is a place that exists everywhere we gather together with each other to experience, share dialogue, 
create, be inspired, and to act. This is where it resides, and this is where we discover community and our own empowerment once again. So we come to you. It isn't one place. It is wherever we come together. And the reason is the past and the present. Carnivores play an important role in the health of Earth's ecosystems, yet most Americans have little knowledge of their ecology and value because the generations that came before us wiped out our native carnivores. And as a result, the invaluable role they play in supporting biodiversity is hindered just when it is greatly needed during this time of climate change. Jerry, you're uh, three minutes or just about up. So do you have a website or contact info? Yes, our website is, the website for our Coyote Center is coyotelivesinmaine.org. And we greatly, um, our funding is needed greatly um, to help us support in our educational efforts because humans are visual beings. We're physical beings and using visuals and counting on our technical people and our artists to help create these visuals um, is of great importance in reaching out to the community. So there is a donate button on our website. Again, the website is Coyote Lives in Maine, and I welcome you to visit it. Great. And use your th- and thanks for your call, Jerry. We're going to have to go to the next caller now. Uh, remember, we've got three minutes for each caller. That will give us time to take three, possibly four more calls. If one are short, 469-0500 on our Giving Tuesday program here on WERU. Go ahead, caller. What's your name and what organization are you with? Hello, my name is Claudia Lucchetti, and I am with the Maine Celtic Celebration in Belfast. And our mission is to celebrate the Celtic heritage of the mid-coast area in Maine. And we primarily do that through a three-day weekend music and culture festival in, on the waterfront in Belfast on the third weekend in July every year. And this coming year in 2020, it will be the weekend of July 17, 18, and 19. And through that weekend, as probably many of the WERU listeners know, we present uh, two stages of mostly traditional Celtic music, as well as workshops and um, vendors, and a dog show and dog herding, um, cheap dog herding demonstration, and a whole day of um, Highland Heavy Games, as well as general fun for everyone. And we rely essentially on donations from people attending the festival as well as from local businesses to support this um, celebration. We also have, in January, coming up, the Robert Burns Night, where we celebrate the um, poetry and work of um, Scotland's favorite son, Robert Burns. It will be this year on January 25th at the United Farmers Market. And that is a fundraiser, so we will be selling tickets our contact information, we have a website, www.maincelticcelebration.com, and on that website there is a donate button, and shortly there will be a link to the sale of the Robert Burns Night tickets. We also depend totally on volunteers. I mean, we do pay our performers, but all the whole celebration, which takes the, the whole year to organize, is run and staffed by volunteers. So we are also, besides looking for donations, we are also always looking for enthusiastic volunteers. We have, you can email us at info at maincelticcelebration.com. Okay, uh, Claudia, you're at... Yeah, send so us a note at P.O. Box 122, Belfast, Maine, 04915. And we also would like to say thanks to WERU for the long support. Our MCs on our main stage, 
typically are WERU programmers. Yes, and we are. So thanks a lot to the whole um, listening public and the, all the volunteers at WERU for your support over the years. Thank you for your call, Claudia. We have another caller waiting. Have time for maybe one more after that. Go ahead. What's your name and what organization are you with? Hi, my name's Heather, and I'm calling on behalf of Mount Desert Nursery School. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for calling in. So the three minutes is yours. Just talk about uh, what your organization does and how the community can help. Sure. Thanks so much. Uh, Mount Desert Nursery School is a nonprofit preschool uh, that has been in operation for 40 years. And um, it, it relies on donations and grants to keep daycare and preschool affordable um, for local families in the Hancock County area. Um, today, they are running a special on their Facebook page where if you donate a minimum of $20 and say your name, you can't, you can't keep it a secret. You got to show that you're generous. Um, so if you donate $20, you will be entered into a drawing for a $100 Ellsworth Grand gift certificate. So that is special for us today on uh, Giving Tuesday. And then you can always sign them on their own website, which is Mount Desert Nursery School, spelled out, dot com. And um, you could donate any time of year. We also uh, hold many, many fundraisers throughout the year, fun ones. Uh, the kids are often involved. Uh, sometimes we have uh, 5K runs or pizza parties or all kinds of things. So that's really it. Uh, my daughter goes to the school. I love it. Uh, some of their teachers, uh, one of my favorite facts about them is that they have uh, teachers that have been there for five years, 10 years, and even 30 years, which is amazing. So it's really quality care, and it's really hard these days to find um, affordable health care for the kiddos, especially on our, our small island communities. So I'm very grateful to them, and I just want to spread the word, and I appreciate you uh, hosting this today. Thank th you. Thanks for calling, Heather. I think we have time to take a short last call. So if you can do yours in two minutes, we can get you on the air. Uh, go ahead, caller. What's your first name, and where are you calling from? Uh, hi, my name is Saf. I'm calling from Resources for Organizing and Social Change. Hi, Sass. Go ahead. You've got, uh, sorry, just two minutes because we're about out of time. Uh, but go ahead and talk about what you do and how the community can help. Sure. Um, so ROSC's mission is to build and support a movement for nonviolent social change that educates, activates, and empowers Maine people through grassroots community organizing. Um, we do that through supporting work that's already happening, like offering fiscal sponsorship to groups like the Peace and Justice Center of Eastern Maine and Sunlight Media Collective, um, Food for Maine's Future, Community Water Justice, um, a number of other small groups in Maine. Um, but we also do things like offer direct action 101 trainings, um, how to do grassroots fundraising. Um, and we also have some programs where we do direct support, like um, we do a free used car program. So one way people could support us is if you have um, a safe used vehicle that you were planning on getting rid of, if you donate it to us, we'll give it um, free of charge to a low-income activist in the state. Um, we also have an action library where we loan out things like bullhorns and martial vests. Um, to, you so, know, so, that you sorry, the theme music's playing because we've got about 30 seconds. So uh, wrap up contact info, please. Sure. Yep. Um, you can reach us at uh, www.resourcesforsocialchange.org um, or you can get me at 607-2571. Thanks. And sorry, uh, we ran out of time there. But what I'd like to invite people to do is go to the WERU Facebook page and make a comment. We also made a post about this on Twitter and on uh, Instagram if those are what you prefer to use. But you can make a comment there if you didn't get through. Uh, put a link or even if you did and you want to put a link to your organization talk about what you do we can keep the conversation going on the social media thanks to everybody who did call in today on WERU's third annual uh, participation in giving Tuesday I'm Amy Brown thanks to John Greenman who uh, pushed all the buttons and got all the calls through scrambling there it was very quick fast
fast-moving show, so I appreciate that. And uh, we have On the Wing coming up next, so stay tuned here to your community radio station, WERU-FM 89.9 Blue Hill, and streaming online at WERU.org and on our new Facebook, on our new phone app. So be sure to look on our Facebook page or our website and find out details about how to get that. Thanks for listening. Volunteer power is a vitally important ingredient in the success of WERU, and the contributions of volunteers are many. Some host radio programs, while others serve on committees, staff outreach tables at events, answer phones during fundraising, do landscaping, and much more. When you volunteer at WERU, you are making